It's shooting the shit with Trigger Mike and Hoodlum. Alrighty, y'all. Welcome back. This will be episode. Hold on. Let me remember the episode. I think we're on episode 13. Let me go and find it. Um, I need to find our own podcast. Yes, this is episode 13. Look at that. Wow, man. Uh, so we missed last week because Mike kept falling asleep on me mid-recording. So, um, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. he's he's getting old. He's 36, y'all. So um, he, uh, he I'm 35. Oh, he's going to be 36. So he uh, he uh, for some reason he's now starting to get gray hair and um, getting old. So I don't even know why I'm getting so many gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> shits are getting plentiful but uh, you know yeah, it only know. makes me better looking nice it does it does i in. you do look like a nice crunch bar you know no um, crunch bar is a bad <laughs> like, i need to have fucking pimples you idiot <laughs> like you called me the worst thing man crunch bars are my favorite <laughs> okay so so this is now like a double negative crunch bars are nobody's favorite you're like what? my wife who likes almond joy? Oh like, no, I hate I hate anything to do with coconut in the Halloween bucket. No, nothing but crunch bars and almond joys. What man? I remember crunch bars were the thing as a kid. No, I remember they they they. I think they were a thing for everyone at a point, and they were one of the <laughs> first bars everybody gave up <laughs> once they man, tasted I, Snickers and Milky Way. I love crunch bars and those stupid um, cookies and cream bars that Hershey makes. I love all those, but. Anyway, let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about Russia invading Ukraine and what you need to know about it. First of all, I'm going to get I'm going to get very, very, very into um, I am not a Russian expert. I don't even really understand Russia at all. Uh, and I don't speak Cyrillic languages at all. So uh, other than that, um, Mike. Looks like he's about the furthest person from Russia, if you were to see him, because um, uh, I being Hoodlum, the white guy, and and Mike being Mike, um, he is the black guy. And um, yeah, I look more Russian than he does. And I think that's really the only thing that would set us apart in that's that and your what? Like, that you say that because you're you look Russian. five inches taller than me. Give me, give me a Russian accent right now. <laughs> Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I have I have the worst Russian accent. I'm not even going to try. No, but so you, you were all weirded out about talking about war in general or Russia. The funny thing is that you do have experience talking and we both do at least in talking about military preparation for war. So, this yeah, but our military is not our military is not prepping the, the no, 82nd I mean, Airborne in general. Oh. In general. So yeah, like but- what the country might be going through because they're you know, they're going to get eaten by Russia undoubtedly right so mm. um when you look at you know there are some things that were going on today that i saw that were really interesting but we'll go over that in the entire you know encompass that in the discussion let me Let's, let me let me hit that point real quick yeah it is really hard to fight an enemy on their own turf uh without question so i don't think I don't think that they they would be able to overtake Russia in that sense. Or, or they wouldn't be able to overtake Russia, but I think they could keep them at bay, um, especially from taking the entirety. As long as the people are united and 
and remain united. I think that um, they'll they'll be doing that. I mean, but dude, the the Ukrainian army is training people with AK-12s and and AKMs. Like, uh, I think the the seventy four and uh, all the AK platforms, like they are legitimately running those, and they're teaching civilians how to use them and how to run them and the ammo and all that. Like, I was watching training videos of Ukrainian soldiers training civilians on how to use these weapons when it comes to, hey, you're going to see a Russian and you're going to pop him in the face. Like, that's how that's going to work. So it's interesting. I mean, I saw a lot. I mean, it's pretty sad. Um, there are some things that are going on right now that are kind of humbling when you look at it. So um, it's reported now that boys and men aged 18 to 60 cannot leave the country of Ukraine. Got to stay and fight re-enlist if you were enlisted and if you weren't you're now a soldier you know fight for your country the women are fleeing to poland last i heard um so yeah man what are your thoughts on war in general uh it's a terrible thing you don't really want to do it but when you're pushed um you got to kill them like that's the thing yeah you have to be unforgiving in war and i and i know that i i mean what was that does anybody what did you watch that show peaky blinders no, I didn't. If you, I mean, he, uh, Tommy, Thomas, Thomas Shelby says it in there. And I think it's a quote too from like some sort of ancient Asian person. Um, but it was, uh, it was about um, uh, if you want peace, you have to go to war. Like you have to show your enemies. So, so, so at this point, like now, what Russia is doing is Russia is, in, is, in, is essentially invading the whole what is it western half of ukraine um or eastern half i i think it's eastern half of ukraine i'm sorry i said western let's correct that um but they're invading that whole area and they're going through i mean they i don't think they've marked civilian casualties i know an ammunition depot was hit um just based off of an extremely enormous explosion that had happened there and then there were talks on the news about how russia had bombed an ammunition depot um, I do know that um, that wasn't all of their ammo. Like so that so that that's good. They didn't keep all their eggs in one basket. Um, but at this point, I mean, you have to understand that it's taken some um, preparation on Russia's part too. I mean, I mean, good old Vladdy is out there. He's he's a. Uh, He's going to war at this point, and he's not giving it up. I, I will say, though, I don't think he's intentionally targeting civilians, uh, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens there. What's your What's your take? I mean, you said it best. War sucks. Um, this particular, from what we can tell, right? So I'm not, like, sitting up here trying to dictate world terms. But it was unprovoked. You know, Russia has an agenda. And really, I don't understand people who... I've read a few things. People are acting like this is out of nowhere. Nothing with no. Russia is out of nowhere. No, this okay, has been this going on for six, seven years. Attack that has been, I mean, when you look at the occupation and the annexing of Crimea, he's been telling you in perfect form that this is what he was going to do. So, you know, he and he's Vladimir Putin. With the style of government that they have, he was going to pull something like this. Um, China is another one that, you know, we don't have to get into that tonight that is going to pull something like this on Taiwan eventually. Well, they already, they already did. Didn't they fly, didn't they fly a bunch of planes into Taiwanese airspace? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm talking about the actual bomb dropping. 
So yeah. Russia's are dropping bombs now. So, you know, they just want to provoke the West. What are you going to do? Is your, do you even have the bandwidth? You see what I'm saying? You just finished a 20 year war in Afghanistan. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at the conflict and the way it's gone throughout history, war is a natural part of life. I think us as, as men, as the people who are actually going to be fighting this, these wars need to understand that. I enlisted in the military fully. I enlisted in one of the most dangerous jobs there is, knowing that. And that was my thought process, that I was going to need to prepare for it. That's why were, I did. You were a corpsman, dangerous job. I was a grunt corpsman. <laughs> so, so before you go ahead and try to confuse our audience who are the first forces to go in any in country in any battle we ever have the u.s army special forces no shut up <laughs> it's the marines. the marines no it's the u.s army special forces no, go ahead look it up it's not it's the marines <laughs> and you know it's the marines in fact okay 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 put it put it this way what non so calm okay what non-special ops forces just regular infantry forces are the first ones you laugh you think it's a joke but it's the <laughs> marines foremen are attached i'm sorry grunt corpsmen are attached to those infantry units so the marine corps says we can be anywhere in 24 hours for those that don't know there are let's say marine expeditionary forces called muse they are on ships certain types of ships amphibious ships because they can go right off into any coast secure a beachhead and advance on a target that way. So they'll secure that beachhead, bring on all the artillery and the follow-on forces that are on the ship. They'll have air superiority from the aircraft carrier, um, all of that. So, yeah, I mean, war is, 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 is a natural part of society and life. There will always be conflict. It's, if, it's usually isolated conflict, right? As we were at war with Afghanistan, life just kept on going on. You know, people going to college, people getting married, but we have no idea when that eventual war that just blows everything up is going to happen. And, you know, every war seems like it's going to be that war. So it does suck. All right. So let me let me lay some facts on you. Um, The largest amphibious assault carried out by any U.S. forces was the U.S. Army D-Day 1940 something. Um, And then. The uh, the Marines were first on soil in Iraq. I will give you that. Nothing, um, give me nothing. I, I will it's give you design. that. It's the design of the force. The U.S. Army was the first to invade Baghdad. Yeah, that's what I, well, I'm not. I'm not talking about. Um, it's OK. The U.S. Army is better. You know what the army stop trying to confuse people you know what the army is for you know what the marines are for marines are going to touch down in fact sadly enough when you really say it the marines are there to get shot and and to see and to see what just exactly what capabilities do y'all have when we you know get on your soil they like like you said it perfectly boots on soil what happens is there a bunch of landmines waiting for us marines are there to get blown up so everybody else can land safe. So. I will say the Marines, the Marines did a lot in Fallujah, uh, but that was, I believe that was after the invasion of Baghdad. Fallujah was after. No, the we invasion. know that the army, when you talk about on ground 
infantry assault and superiority, ground superiority, that that is the army infantry for sure. Yeah, no, it's actually the cavalry because we come in and save everybody. <laughs> he just really wants to big up army. <laughs> I'm sorry, I spent seven years at, uh, at 19 Delta in the army. So uh, to all my all my Cav Scouts out there, if you guys you guys know the saying, if you ain't Cav. You ain't shit. So no, we, uh, we don't know that at all. I have never heard that <laughs> shit in my life. <laughs> He's just out there getting butt fucked by the Marines. All right. So <laughs> we're talking about this topic on shooting the shit because it actually does have something to do with guns. So a little mm-hmm. background. Uh, I, I don't mean uh, President Zelensky, the president of the Ukraine, basically came out today publicly and said, our citizens can now take up arms so that it is to be assumed that they did not have the right to bear arms before yesterday or basically today. Bombs got dropped yesterday. Um, Citizens who were not soldiers now can take up arms, use your own guns, Um, whatever you can find, we will supply you with artillery, but defend your country, take up arms against the enemy. So that actually has a lot to do with this podcast and why we're talking about this particular topic. So what are your thoughts and why is it ironic to, you know, basically our agenda of what we go through in America, that that situation that I just talked about, you know, Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to cut my video off right now uh, just because we've been having internet issues apparently tonight. Um, But no, uh, this is the Russians. They're fighting us now. Um, So with that being said, um, it's interesting. I will, I will say that uh, it, it's very interesting in the, in the sense of um, we have a second amendment here in the United States, which guarantees us our right to, uh, to weapons, to arms, um, to, to for, for foreign or domestic, either one. Um, but whoever decides that they're going to come in here and try to, you know, open up the shit show. I, I will wholeheartedly say that um that is where most of Europe went wrong in their, in their lawmaking is that they don't, they don't, none of them. I don't think any one of those countries has the right to second amendment. I think the Swiss are probably the only um, military or military centric country um, that uh, uh, I think recognizes people's individual rights to keep arms. But even then, I think you have to serve a minimum of two years in the military um, what's even more hilarious, and, and I know this may get off topic, but um, uh, Jerusalem, or I'm sorry, uh, I can't even think of the word. What am I trying to think of with Jerusalem? Um, why can't I think of that country? Mike, help me out. Israel? Yes. I could not think of that damn country. Um, <laughs> so Israel, um, they actually do not allow their citizens to own firearms. They're only allowed their military issued what? weapons. They yeah, no, some it's some of the best firearms known to man. That is. Yeah, no, you have to have a bunch of licensing and all this other stuff to get, I think, even a handgun there. Or maybe you're, I think you're either allowed a rifle and not a handgun or a handgun and not a rifle. I can't remember what it is. The Leo. Yeah, they don't allow their we their personal citizens. Oh my to, goodness! Yeah, they don't allow their personal citizens to own any of that stuff. So it honestly it, it it blows me away. Where most of Europe and I mean some of the countries in the Middle East, um, that's just that's that deserves its own moment of silence. 
But, you know, they probably have holy reasons and stuff. Can't just be shooting up the place Jesus is from. Jesus Christ of Nazareth's home. No, I think I think I think anywhere you look, um, you'll have a you'll have a government that that likes to control their people by any means necessary. The problem with our government is um, we were granted too much freedom by our creators. And uh, and uh, now I think our government is realizing that it's going to be harder to take arms away from its people. So I think that that's pretty good to do. Oh, yeah. There's, slowly eroding at it hey, this this is off topic better o'rourke says he doesn't want to take anybody's guns yeah anymore. okay i guess he smelled the coffee <laughs> okay you know what i'm not i'm not he out here smell victory without it i i'm not out here to to bash anybody or, or to or to or to bash any certain thing that that is honestly like saying um th- you know if he were to come out and start screaming the n-word in the middle of everything that is honestly like him saying you know n-word this and n-word that and uh, then all of a sudden come out and be like no i believe that black people are equal <laughs> like, that, that would honestly no, be the I mean, same that's thing a perfect that was a perfect characterization there yeah perfect no metaphor so no so if you if you're one of those people who are dumb enough to think that beto is not going to come for your guns now uh, i think you're an idiot a moron I think you're all, I'm going to call you every name in the book at this point. I mean, I'm interested to see how it all plays out. That's all I can say, because I think one, the, one of the things that I've been saying, dude, on a national stage, you can say that because of the democratic strongholds, California, uh, you know, New York, all of that mm-hmm. you cannot be the governor of Texas saying that. So it's, it, it'll be interesting. I'm not going to make any assumptions. It'll be interesting to see how that, that really plays out. So we talked about thoughts on the war. We talked about men taking up arms. Well, let me give my perspective on it. So this stuff makes a lot of sense for those who are trying to get into guns and understand why arms is important. So when you look at, like Hoodlum said, our founders gave us the right to bear arms. It is the only amendment in the constitution that has the words shall not be infringed in there. So they were actually very adamant very serious about this particular amendment because of what they seen in the history from the home country in England, most likely war and all the history that they had. It essentially, I'm not going to say worked, but when you look at it, um, citizen law abiding citizens are not out here shooting each other. That's the best way to put it. And one of those biggest reasons, and I always say this is a personal statement of mine, is that fear dictates the civility of men. It is not courtesy or, you know, some people will say it's the Bible or no. I know that if I go to Hoodlum's house tripping, saying I'm going to fuck you up and after that I'm going to take your wife as my own, that motherfucker is going to shoot me. He is very good chance Mm -hmm. that the threat of violence that will ensue or, you know, I've just threatened something. Now, if I pull out a deadly weapon, he could take up arms against me. So that threat of violence that we have between men, knowing that we quite possibly have arms and there is legal justification to use those arms, it dictates our behavior. That, that fear dictates our behavior better. So that is the justification for people in our nation and other nations that allow it to bear arms. I can defend myself against tyranny. So 
you know, we really need to look at it to where from a thousand yard view, take a step back. Would this even be happening to Ukraine if they were armored up? No. You, you, you see what I'm saying? If they, if they were proactively armored up and ready, trained to go, right? I really think that is why no one wants actual on-ground beef with America. Before the military could assemble, you'll get peeled off on my street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, if you see me <clears throat> shoot and you're like, you got to go up against these guys, I'm just going to look at where all the cars are parked and I'm going to start peeling people off one by one. You better mm-hmm. hope I have no armor and you don't have air superiority or high ground. Because we're going to get it in, me and all my neighbors on the street coming out, peeling people off before the Man. military can even assemble. That's and because then I'm of go the s- rights that we have to bear arms in America. And then I'm going to go steal some night vision from the National Guard and I will rule the night like I used to. And we will rule the night. Tell them. We will rule the night. We will start playing Call of Duty in real life out here. The, civil- the civilians will start playing real Call of Duty. We really do this gun shit in America. It's not fake. We out, we're out training. How many rounds of ammo did you buy today? Oh, 500 of 5.56 five, and 309 millimeter. I still have like, uh, that's an exaggeration. I was going to say 1,000. I still have like 500 green tip 5.56 five, and I'm running low. So I can't even train on that because just in case Russia wants to come, that 500 is going in a bunch of Russian helmets. All right. So, oh, no, that, 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 uh, what M193 I bought today, that's specifically for, um, like that's going in all my magazines to be for like just stationed around the house. Um, all my other stuff, I, I have I trained with steel case because it's cheap. So I have, I think I have like twenty five hundred rounds of steel case. Yeah, but so all of it, no matter how like the fact is, is that we are able to buy artillery here. We're able to buy ammunition. We can even buy explosive devices. <laughs> we can blow shit up legally here. Do you understand that? So this stuff would not be happening. It doesn't really happen to a nation that is allowed to keep and bear arms. So that is the irony of this particular situation and this podcast on this particular topic today. I'm, you know, no one really knows because Russia is notorious or more so I'd say it's not ever a country, right? It's their leader. Vladimir Putin is notorious for this type of behavior, this type of thinking and schemes and tyranny. But would he be as quick or would his campaign even be successful if it successfully launched against a nation that was armed? I mean, to the teeth. So I don't know, something to think about, you know, let us know in the comments on Spotify and all of our other platforms when you um, listen to this podcast. Tell us what you think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I think uh, I think at this point, um, the only thing we can do is prepare. I mean, prepare in in the mindset. I mean, there are many people who may have said this uh, in the past, or or maybe you listen to other podcasts. Um, but um, prepare your mind for everything that's about to come. We're going to have higher gas prices. I mean, double our price in gas prices right now. That's exactly what's coming. Um, you should be stocking up on food, bullets, uh, and not stocking up as in like go buy out everything, like get what you need and, and slowly just keep assembling more as you can. Um, but that, that's not like a like go panic or do anything like that. Bullets aren't going to help feed your family. 
I'll tell you that right now. Um, what you need to be doing is you need to be out there uh, providing for your family. If you can keep going to work, do what you need to be doing, making sure that you've got food in your kids' bellies and all that other stuff. And you need to be out there understanding um, what, what you can continue to be doing. If you don't know how to hunt, I suggest you learn how to hunt. If you don't know how to cook food, like actually, like if you shoot a rabbit and you need to go eat that rabbit, you need to make sure how to how to do that safely. I understand if you eat too much rabbit, you're going to die from protein poisoning. The, things like this. Like, I know this, we're not a prepper show, but there are things that you should be aware of. Russia is English shit on the world stage right now. The nations are redrawing borders at this point. Like, we don't understand what will happen in the next couple of weeks. Tomorrow, Russia, or tomorrow, Putin could be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's not worth it. Or he could be like, you know what? Not only are we going to do this, we're going to go into Poland. We're going to go into Georgia. We're going to go into all these other places. Yeah. And that's, and that's exactly what could happen. Yeah. It could be insane. Um, So just, just, you know, understand that you need to be alert, but not scared. Uh, It's the same thing for the, for the pandemic. When it first kicked off, people were freaking out about everything, you know, toilet paper had fucking flown off the shelves. And this is going to be another thing. I guarantee you it's going to be fucking paper towels now or some other dumb shit. Um, You know, like all the dumb stuff is going to fly off the shelves for absolutely no reason other than people are going to be scared of shit happening all the time. And I will say this, be prepared more. I guarantee you right now, there are now more people who are going out and buying guns because they're stupid. I, and I, oh, I yeah. I'm probably going to capitalize off that. So I need to uh, <laughs> pretty much. So I need to uh, put my, my dates for my classes back up because people want gun training. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. So on that topic, what goods slash services usually go up with this type of conflict? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I would assume fucking all the dumb shit. I mean, we talked about gas. We talked about maybe ammo. Uh, oh, damn. Not a number, not another ammo. Short. Yeah, no, go buy a thousand rounds of. I need a, five, I, need five, a six, I need a break. I'm sorry. Not another. I was just praising. It's my fault. The war is my fault. Y'all. <laughs> I was just praising. I had gone to Academy. Mm-hmm. It's not even that they had nine millimeter ammo not even that they had two through three and five five six and green tea like an assortment so now you can get your favorite brand not just whatever shit is out there right yeah i was praising the fact that there was variety oh today i can get aluminum case or steel case or brass case oh they have hornady critical defense or like i was like oh you know you had an assortment now it's all gonna go it's gonna go away jeez this is it's not I wouldn't consider it going away. I would consider it is probably going to get, it's not going away. I think that, I don't think that people are as worried about this because it's not happening in our country. I don't think people are panicking. I think that the dollar will go down and that's when, that's when dumb shit's going to happen. That's what I would probably consider to be like worst of the worst case scenario right there. Yeah. All right. So, so you think you said people are going to be buying more guns. So that inevitably means people are going to need to get training. So probably gun training services will go up. 
Probably. I could assume you're probably going to get more, more people on the books. I don't know. I, here's the thing. I'm not 100% sure. If you're out there buying guns because you're afraid of Russia, you're stupid at this point. Um, pick one up off the ground when somebody dies because it's pretty much going to be the what's going to happen. I say that all the time. So just a quick, <laughs> just a quick aside. Um, people are like, aren't revolvers old? Is nobody using revolvers? So I have a quick little sliver of information I give on a revolver and I have them grip one in my class. And they're like, I don't know. I'm never going to pick that. I said, I never assume the gun I'm going to use is my gun in a war situation or the zombie apocalypse, etc. So it's like, yo, you have to learn at least the basic functions of this thing because it's a gun that's circulating the United States of America. I mean, you're not going to most likely find a musket on the floor, but you'll likely find a handgun, semi-automatic handgun, AR-15, or a bolt action rifle. So guess what? I think you should, you should know how to use it. I think you'll definitely find muskets on the ground. There are FUDs here in America who believe that the Second Amendment only applies yeah, to those. First, so. Okay, how about this? How about this? If I see a musket, I'm not picking that shit up. <laughs> Just consider me fucking dead. I can, what the hell I, I look like? I, I want the British to invade so I can shoot I them with like? a musket. I just bought a $2,000 Sig Sauer MPX. I will be one dead motherfucker before I pick up a musket. I will mm. look silly as hell to myself in heaven. I think you'll be okay. But look at that picture. Look how I went out. Damn musket. <laughs> Get you one of those old northern northern army hats. <laughs> so you can go out, you can go out look Looking no, like you were fighting the slave traders. <laughs> seriously, though, um, what I mean, it's 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 getting real. So tell me about this particular. We talked about it. We touched on it a little bit before. Let's so let's go back into it. Young men and old men, or men, age eighteen to sixty, cannot leave the country because they have to defend it. They have to defend the homeland, which is Ukraine. How do you don't feel they, about that? Do you think don't they still have polio over there? I don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean, but yeah, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what do you think about that particular age group? That's kind of messed up, right? Like, damn, sixty. Well, no, I mean, shit. I'd hope sixty-year-olds would fight here, but then again, I mean, we have we have fatter people here than they do in Europe, so that's I don't true. know. We're we're a bit of a softer nation. <laughs> I don't think we're soft at all. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do believe we're soft. I just don't believe. I think we are temperamental. I think we're emotional. So that's that, true. That soft, that softness will turn into a bunch of, you know, me. Like, what's that sound you make? Man, you're trying to fight us. Like, yeah. During times of unity, Amer- America remembers that we fucking like guns, and you know, we don't like well, being picked on. And let's we hope are, we remember that. I was gonna say we already think we're better than everybody. So then. We have to show them. At that well, point. I, I know that I am better than every other country in the world. <clears throat> well, it doesn't even matter if it's true or not. I'm just not trying to fucking die. Especially and Canada. If you shoot at me, exactly. If you shoot at me, oh boy, you. I hope you miss because it's open season on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you shoot at me, yeah, I, I hope. I hope you at least hit me because then I. I, I'll oh, just get to die. Shit, boy. <laughs> I mean, we're going to see. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let, let's take a quick aside. Let's, let's take a quick aside. If this happened in America, all of a sudden you would see, it'd be like, 
all the n words aren't n words no more. We're all united. <laughs> if I have you to put on rednecks and hood dudes <laughs> on the same street, you know what I mean? Talk about Russia, come get some. It'd be hilarious. But if I have to put on my plate hey, carrier, you know what? You know what? And you don't even like plate carriers, so that's saying something. If I have to actually go and put on my plate carrier, I will fucking decapitate anyone I get to shoot. I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to wear it like whatever. If I have to put on my plate carrier because you decided to land on my shores, I'm going to mail your head back to your wife in whatever country you came from. I'm going to do it. To me, it's so, you know, I can't even think we're perfectly positioned in the world for people not to be able to board us like that. But, um, man, it's like, who wants to land on? First off, don't land in Florida because somebody's going to eat you. They're crazy out there. Um, you know, yeah, I was going to say they're going to have to come through California. They're anti-gun anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much their only way in is California, Oregon, Washington. Um, You'll get your face peeled off coming, you know, from any other direction. Well, see, here's the thing. If I have to actually put on my plate carrier because you decided you're going to drop troops into my country, um, then, yeah, no, we're, we're going to have a problem. I am going to kill every one of you, and I, I will be tried for war crimes at the end of it. I know I will be because I'm not going to – I don't care. I will mutilate your dead body. At this point, I have zero, <laughs> zero qualms against it. And Ukraine, if you need me to come over there and help you, I cost a lot of money, but I'm worth it. Yeah, you know what? Um, start the mercenary army thing. Damn. I'd see, at that point, I'd have to go join the French Foreign Legion in order to get some action. Really? Let's do it. I'm not French, but wee wee, motherfucker. You get, you um, know, dude, I'm going to send you a documentary of the French Foreign Legion. Those dudes are some hardcore motherfuckers. No, nah, you know what? We got to let it. We got to let it because this is Russia we're talking about. So they're going to drop some chemical weapons at some point. Those mugs don't play fair. So yeah, you know what? If I were you, stock up on gas masks. <laughs> Damn, you know, as, as you said that, I was just like, let me go on Big Daddy Unlimited and see how much these gas masks Mira, cost again. Mirasafety.com. Go yeah. ahead over there. No, nah, Big Daddy Unlimited has them cheaper than that. Really? How much do they have them? Let's check it out. Let's check it out. But keep talking. Keep talking. Let's All right. Still so moving. I'll check so, it out and get back to you. So eighteen to sixty. I mean. No, I, I really think it's kind of hardcore. Like, hey, look, man, you did this service for us once. You even have, you know, when you look at it, like some of your old ass people that can give you the best advice on, you know, things in war are going to be that age anyway. You know, people that have done that before, they may have helped the country through a conflict. So, you know, it's time to it's time to put on for the nation. So screw it. Grandpa, yeah, here's, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, I don't think that, uh, no, I don't want to claim this offer. Mirror safety. Uh, we have the no drinking system. CM six M one ninety nine. mirror safety. CM seven M two forty nine. So I'm looking at the CM six M is it, does that not have a drinking system in it? That's weird. It says it does. Oh, well they, it's not currently available but the one with the drinking system is 219 and it doesn't even come with the canister right you got to buy that separate i think it does come with one canister okay nope you have to add it for 80 bucks yeah it's oh this is a six pack 
Yeah, get a six pack for a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, um, no, I, uh, I I don't know, man. I think it's the same thing the U.S. would do if somebody tried to invade us. They'd be like, you're all re-enlisted. And I'm going to be like, fuck you. I you know, will fight the I, war when I want to fight it. I was talking about that today. I was like, man, I've been out of my recall period for going on three years now. How about you? 2016. So seven yeah. years. Mine was... Um, Six yeah, that's years. like six years. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I was 2019. Fuck, that was a you, long recall recall period. You got you got out in 2019? No, I got my recall period. So four years active, four years inactive. Oh no, ours is two years inactive. Yeah. Oh wait, no, because I initially signed up for six. So I initially signed up for six and did a and did an extension. So I got out. I got I got off active in 2015 and got out in 2016, like off IRR in 2016. Yikes! So technically, I served eight years. Ha! So let's talk about this. You know, not to get too political, but now we've seen evidence or we've seen videos and read the statements. So Trump and you know Tucker Carlson of Fox News are basically praising Putin at this point. What are your thoughts on that? Wait, what are they doing? They're praising him. So why? I I need to look at the exact um, thing that Trump said, but he's like, it's something like smart move or it's genius or something like that. But I mean, it's, it's troubling when you talk about America as a NATO ally and this guy was a former president. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa. And then it made me like, it, it made my stomach queasy. Like, man, what if he was president at this exact very moment? <laughs> that exactly. would be such a weird conundrum. Like, whoa, whoa. What exactly are we doing with our forces? You know, like, you know, Trump would have been like, hey, we're going to go help out the Russians. <laughs> yeah. I got hotels there. <laughs> like, whoa. I mean, for all the Trump supporters, this is not even a political statement. This is about the individual Donald Trump. This month mm-hmm. is praising Vladimir Putin. No American Democrat, Republican, Libertarian like Hoodlum, you don't really align with those autocratic states. You know, you don't, you know, those type of dictatorships. They create false no. elections. Um, <laughs> they don't allow their people to protest in the street. All the freedoms that you have, they don't allow. So, you know, that to me is crazy that he said that having been a the, the last president, sitting president in the United States. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, to me, I don't I don't get it. I don't. I, dude, here's what I'm thinking. Russia and Trump, I, I, I don't I don't foresee there being like a like a actual tie there, but I don't I don't foresee our current president and our former president having enough gumption to actually do anything. Uh, I think that Vladimir Putin saw right through everything. I, I I cannot sit by and go, yeah, Trump would have been a good president to have during this time. I don't think so. I think that it is good that we're staying out of other people's wars. 
yeah, we can help you out. We can supply you arms. We can do things like that. But I think that it's good that we're not sending our troops onto the front lines to fight these battles where other countries aren't doing it. Um, to be honest, uh, I'm a little upset that the Ukrainians get to have their own Red Dawn. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't feel that way. Um, and I and I know that I know that that may sound cynical or everything else, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody here know I wanted to die back then. Like I have no problem dying in a war. That's not a that's not an issue for me. I've got no issue with that at all. In fact, that I would like to go visit my friends again. So um, that's not my issue. Uh, my issue is the fact. Uh, um, I, I don't foresee if we go and fight these other countries' wars that we're not going to somehow end up as the bad guy again. Because we always do. We always end up as the bad guy. We always end up staying in these places for too fucking long. And, I mean, look, we have 170 bases around the world. What does that even mean to most people? Do people even know where they're at? I mean, did you know that we have like five in Germany? Does anybody know that? Well, yeah, because army dudes, you know, hump a lot of German chicks. That's the only reason I know. That that is very true. (laughs) (laughs) They all come back like, bro, Germany. I mean, so for me, just being a black person in America, to have all my boys come back from Germany saying, black guys, mind you, saying, Bro, we got to go to Germany. Uh, Germany? Like, that's on my list of places. I got Aruba. You know, I'm trying to visit. You're trying to go to Germany. So they're getting some good treatment over there, my friend. Mm-hmm. So, man. Uh, I mean, aside from Trump, Carlson, they're just contrarians at this point. You know, who knows what interests they have? It's, I'm, not even, um, I'm not even going to wish bad on them, say anything bad about them or what they're doing. It just doesn't align with our NATO agenda and our allies and what's in our economic interest. Forget politics. You know what I mean? It's like, look, do what's good for the country uh, financially. Do what's good for our allies so we can get these gas prices down. Do what's good for our uh, economic partnerships. Like, you know what I mean? That is the just keep the shit moving. The, the thing that I didn't realize until today was that, oh, snap, there has not been, America is the one that's always getting in conflict somewhere mm-hmm. around the world or, you know, putting, having to bolster NATO because NATO uses us as their own personal army type thing. You know what I mean? So yep. the Europe has not had significant conflict for decades. It's like, oh, snap. So the, that area of Europe. So it's like, it's oh, about 80 man. years. Yeah, like, whoa, this is this is massive. You know what I mean? I thought this type of stuff belonged to history. I thought it was old news. So I'm like, whoa, this is kind of huge. So we kind of got to kind of take this moment in history and, you know, learn from it. Because um, this is going to mess with our economy, like you said. Um, but we can see what we can. Stuff does sell at this time. So, you know, everybody pick your stocks well. Hopefully crypto, you know, invest or divest in crypto because we're about to see what these fluctuations can do, what that fluctuation do. Right. So, yeah. On. Yeah. No, I mean, I you hit it right on the head, man. Uh, what what guns um, if you were going to go out and buy a gun right now, 
what gun would you what gun would you get to prepare for the apocalypse? I was about to say, is this the uh, in relation to conflict or oh, yeah. what I want? Okay. Uh, you know, this if you is, say this an is, AR9, I feel so, so proud right now. I feel so proud. I have everything <laughs> that I would want. You know what? Let me not say that. Let me not say that. Oh. All I, I want, because well, this is the this is the difference. In fact, I, I told you I was gonna go pick up another one tomorrow. So that is the only gun I would buy. Um, I'm going to pick up some guy is trading me something. I'm gonna give him a little cash on top. Uh, when you run a duty gun, it's not supposed to have holes in it. For those people who know, you know, more air, more water, more dirt, all of that stuff goes through those holes and vents that everybody's cutting up in their slides now. You know, a bunch mm-hmm. of debris particles end up in there. You just have more failures eventually. That's really the science behind it. So mm-hmm. I've been in such a, what is Gucci gun mode lately that I realized like, man, I don't even have anything to run as a responsible, reliable duty gun with no holes in it. And for a conflict like this, I'm not going to be super self-conscious, but um, I'm not running like my PMM comps to go fight Russia. So that stuff can give me stovepipes, you know, three times out of 200 rounds because mm-hmm. one time failure could freaking kill me. You know what I mean? So yeah. I need my gun to run reliably. So you run a reliable design, no slide serrations, none of, no cuts, lightning cuts, nothing. You run duty gun specific guns only rock stock Glock like that type of, Oh man, can we coin that? Cause that sounded dope. No. No, okay, fine. Forget you. But you said that's <laughs> the philosophy that I mean. Run guns as close to stock as you can to run from the factory. So your MMP 2.0s, your Glock 1917s, your Sig P320s. Um, that's what the military uses now, right? So at least there are a bunch of parts available. So that I need a P320, which is the platform that I run in its stock configuration. So I'm going to get me a uh, P320 AXG Scorpion tomorrow and I'm actually going to the guy put a threaded barrel on it I'm going to take that off and put a factory barrel in there um, but yeah that's it my 125 so, bar- uh, AR is my dream AR Okay, I, I run that as it, I mean that's an IWI Zion 15 well the, the gun's name is Zion 15 but it's the 12.5 version of it that gun is not giving me. In fact, it gave me one failure, or was it the round? When the we, round. When, oh, it was the round. So it's it's never failed me, not one time. Not even with the suppressor on. So mm-hmm. no um cycling issues. So I'm like, oh man, is this my dream AR? It is. And just shooting with hoodlum, I probably put two thousand rounds through it. So you know, I, th- that's really interesting. I thought I'd never be able to say that. Yeah, we well, I go shooting a lot, man. I don't like I don't like wasting uh, valuable range time. Um, if I'm going to be out there shooting, I'm testing guns. I'm testing my skill level. So, um, what about your rifle? Your rifle is your IWI Zion. It it is it is undoubtedly. Right. So my dream. Know, oh, let me just add this part to it. You know that you can't really get that much more range. So what I love about it is that I've taken that. And done a bit of distance. 300 mm-hmm. yards, I'm still money with the 12.5. 400 yards, I'm still money with 12.5. I don't think I've taken it out past 400, but you know, if I can get that type of performance 
out of a 12-5, I don't need to lug around a 16 to get that type of distance. That's Okay. It. All right. Um, and you're right. I probably wouldn't lug around a 16. I'd, I'd, I'd either do my 13-7 that hopefully will come back from the gunsmith at some point in the next month. Um, or um, I'm going to go out and buy a Knight's Armament um, SR-16 CQB. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will be, I'm sorry, the SR-15 because that's the either the 16 or the 15 is a civilian model, but they're both the same gun, but I'm going to get one in uh, the CQB. I'm just going to spend $3,500 on a, on a gun. And then that's what I'm going to run until the end of time, because it's a night's armament and it will never die. Well, we will talk about, what about your handgun, your everyday carry? That's what you're running. Yep. Yeah. I don't really care that, or I'm going to go pick up an M nine or a fucking scorpion or whatever, whatever I can find on the ground. That'll fit in my holster. I was going to say, yeah, we'll probably just shoot. Once ours goes kerplunk, we got to pick up something yeah. that takes the mags. <laughs> Some shitty Russian well, in gun. In my case, they... I'll be good money because the military, if I'm if we're anywhere near them, they're all running the guns I'm running. So great. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I won that battle there. So yeah. talked about guns we have. I guess I'll throw in the one I want. But then again, I want a Daniel Defense DDM 4V7 14.5, but if it's a 14.5, that means it's pin and welded and I can't suppress it. Not at the end of the world. That well, you know, it's not a wait, wait, who makes that? It's is it Griff? It's Griffin Armament that makes that suppressor that goes over uh, A2 flash hiders. Yes, Griffin, and there's another company out there that does it too. Knights actually does one also. Nice. Damn, I yeah. gotta get one of those because that that'll that'll be the end of the world suppressor. Yeah, you know how much that costs, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was like a thousand bucks. No, the Griffin armament, the one that goes over your A2 is the old one. Um, you, you can't even get them new anymore. You're looking on a used market, you're looking upwards of 2500. Well, that dream came and went then, ladies and gentlemen. I no longer <laughs> want that. Damn, you can still get the knights. I think they talked. You can still get the knights for 2500. Um, no, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nights It'll, it will the, never die the dream has come and gone thank you <laughs> or or just shoot and want someone that has one when the when the end of the world happens the dream is coming when nothing <laughs> i mean i'd kill someone for a 2500 suppressor <laughs> let, let me know which one i can just slap on the um 14.5 i mean that mug is just pretty and we know daniel Defoe. well you're getting a Daniel Defense 14.5, so it's coming with a Surefire muzzle device on it. No, that's not. It's coming with a, it's called, I'm looking at it right now. It's called a um, V7, oh, that's the extended flash suppressor. It's, it's some kind of proprietary thing. Geisley is the one that comes with the um, Surefire muzzle device. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because I want... I wanted their, what is it called? Super Duty. Mm-hmm. But those things are just overpriced. And for some reason, let me know if I'm wrong. They look heavy in the picture. <laughs> They're not terribly heavy. I will say I did just sell my Geisley rail. Um, and I, I sold it for what I paid for it. Um, but uh, I just sold my Geisley rail and it sold in like a day. Um, but that uh, that rail was chunky. 
Um, and it was a big rail and it wasn't heavy because oh, my, yeah. my Midwest industries night fighter rail is almost the same weight. It's a half inch longer. Um, but my, it wasn't super heavy, but it was huge. I mean, dude, it felt like you're holding a horse stick in your hand. I mean, it was, yeah, I wouldn't know what that feels like. Yeah, you would. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So yeah, it has the war comp on it. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, but yeah, you can get it's not a war comp, it's Geisley's version of a war comp. Oh, you know what? That's it's a, it's strictly a flash hider. Like, why does it look like the closed time flash hider? But a Geisley created it? Yeah. Well, he didn't create it, he just took the dimensions and took the war comp part out of it, and he just made a flash a flash hider that secures to um uh, to the SOCOM. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, no wonder, because it looks exactly like a Close time war comp. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. They're I mean, like, I just there's no um, way this isn't illegal because this thing looks exactly like a war comp. It's not. It's not a war comp. I promise you that. And now that I think about it, the war comp is something that I probably should invest in before my tax stamp um, expires. <laughs> but those things don't go down in price. It's it's depressing. Yeah, the war comps are hard to find, but to be honest, you can actually find the Geisley um, flash suppressors. You can find those pretty cheap. Sometimes. Well, I said, like, so, no, no, I, I'm sorry. I said war comp. I meant SOCOM. Yeah, the, it, that goes on the war comp or the flash. I would do their three prong flash hider, and that's what I would run, honestly. Um, the Surefire three prong, that's what, honestly, what I would run. Yeah, I had that on my 10.5 once. I just think it's ugly. It's like literally an aesthetic preference. I just love the close time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like I like them. I think they're I think they're dumb if you're not going to suppress them because they're going to ping like a motherfucker. But that's just me. I don't know, man. I which I one's going to ping? The the three prong flash hider or the oh, four yeah. prong? Both of them are sound fucking terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sold that. I, I got I sent back that one to Brown L's that I had that uh, J Mac Customs uh, four prong compensator. I yep. sent that thing right back. Had the most annoying ping on the planet. <laughs> it had the most annoying ping. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a. I was not about to play that game. So what we not gonna do? You sound like a. Bl- Never mind. What? Never mind. What? No, no, no. Uh, it was me, not you. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what, if you're going to... So, well, I'm sorry. This is. Go ahead. Finish your thoughts. I was just going to say, if you want to go to war with Ukraine, um, it, it, you know, make sure that you have your oligarchs in order because that's kind of what uh, Putin did. I mean, he, he pretty much lined up his whole cabinet of people he wanted to support him. And then he went and fought in the Ukraine. And I think the reason why he did that is because he saw our exit of Afghanistan. We left a shitload of equipment. He knew it was going to cost us years of time to, to kind of make that back up. Um, I think that he's underestimated our wartime production. Um, but at this point, uh, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I have a feeling there's something else going on though. There's always the, something else. I have a, but I, I have a feeling there's something else going on because there's way too much media attention on this. Uh, I don't think it's, uh, I think the media attention is warranted because of what we stated earlier. 
being that this this represents a whole um you know breaking of the peace in europe in general mm. you know what i mean so it's going to get this type of attention no matter what but you know i can't pretend to know everything going on with this russia conflict with russia and ukraine and it's um you know dealings with the west when this is what people like putin do every day <laughs> okay so you yeah, know i true. just work they're out here planning to take down regimes to take down democratic states and all and um they're launching the most they're they've put together and tested so this is the part where i say i don't know what's coming and i feel like there's something else um all of these cyber attacks that we've seen the last few years were tests. They were, they were just tests. I'll agree with you on that. It is to see exactly what infrastructure would fall. So he can choke when he's about to go assault something, he can choke us and delay our response to it. So yeah. Um, that area that, that this is an area that I'm very insecure about with the West we always talked about we always talk about military dominance mm -hmm. and the reason i knew that wasn't important anymore is because nobody started nobody kept talking about it all since the beginning of history the most militarily dominant power is who's in power now we're in the tech age um china is not trying to be the biggest um military power russia doesn't even you know flaunt that stuff toward us anymore they're not really um, lining up ships by Cuba and all that. They're like, okay, fine. You spend more money on military. Nobody's going to trump you. But we can cyber attack the shit out of you <laughs> and stop yeah. your country's oil pipelines. Like, you see what I'm saying? And do all of this stuff to choke you so you can't bother us and we'll delay your response to what we're doing. That is what makes me, I'm really insecure about that because it's been said we don't have any defense for it. Our response systems are rudimentary. You know, everybody that's in the military knows that only specialized operations has top tier tech. The rest of the military's tech is freaking bullshit. It's garbage. I, I think it's because I think it's because you served with the Marine Corps, but I yeah, have well, some pretty cool tech. Th theirs is the most garbage of the garbage. <laughs> the shit that the army threw away to give to somebody else to threw it away, then the Marines get it. Yeah. Okay, but I, so, I don't know, man. I had some pretty cool shit when I was in the Army. I don't know about you. No, I'm just saying, well, you, you see, you're the you're in the fighting team. Like, you see what I'm saying? Well, not even yeah. just elite forces. Those, like, the top-tier tech goes into the Army. But I, I mean more so computer systems for the Air Force, um, radar systems for the Navy, all this stuff has not been uh, fitted, outfitted on older ships, you know, frigates and amphibious ships. They're running on old systems, old radar, all of that. So, you know, it takes mm -hmm. forever to build new ships, you know, that have those, those type well, of capabilities. That's, that's, that's pure manpower at that point. I mean. Yeah. So it's just crazy, man. Like I'm completely insecure about our ability to fend off a cyber style attack because that is going to be catastrophic make it so well, no one i'm not work. i'm not as worried about cyber attacks because we do have you know we do have a lot of the tech people 
in our area. And it, and then you got to remember, most of the world's hackers kind of come from this area. I mean, we have a thing called Hacker uh, Con, and, and it's held in Vegas like every year. Like, so it's just like, like, you know, we're pretty proud of that fact. So I think that, you know, you'll see a lot of black hats and white hats come out if anything were to particularly happen. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think if Russia was going to do anything, they'd start a fire sale, uh, shout out to live free or die hard John McLean. Um, but, uh, I think that, uh, you know, if anything were to happen in that sense, I mean, we would lose a significant portion of what we've got going on. So AKA uh, make sure you got fuel, make sure you got water, make sure you got your, your underwear, make sure you got different sources to heat water and all that other stuff. Cause you're going to need it and it's going to get shitty. So make sure you guys are out there doing everything you can to stay prepared because at this point, I don't think we're in danger, but I think we're getting pretty fucking close to it. So I'm, I'm going to, I have a slight disagreement. Hmm. Uh, I don't think the world's, greatest nor do the most abundant hackers live here they actually live in well the largest tech period uh, meaning um what's the word it the uh, the it hub of the world now is now india people who, who do the most with computers and networking computer networks is india so that's the actual fact like every, we outsource everything to India. In my company, there's there's some guy like named Manan. You know what I'm saying? That, that we talk when he talks, I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. He's there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that is um, the IT hub of the world now. And Russia themselves has an elaborate network of hackers. So, you know, they've built that strategically over the years to launch cyber attacks on us, um, test out their ability to launch large-scale cyber offenses in military applications, all type of things. So, you know, I think, you know, we're known for it in more of a, you know, I don't know what capacity, but the Air Force does most of our cyber defense anyway, I believe, right? Mm, Maybe. Yeah, so it's like it falls under it falls under the purview of the Air Force, but I think it's I think it's a lot of civilian contractors. Yeah, so you know, I'm I'm again I'm really insecure about it. It's it's uh it's some hellacious times, but like you said, you gave good advice. Just go get strapped and be ready for anything. Russia can't be trusted. And when is this dude Vladimir Putin gonna show his face? So somebody can just blow his head off. Shit. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think at that point, that would create an international incident. With who? I don't know. I mean, maybe exactly. we could just get a Ukrainian <laughs> to go do it. You know, as I said, Ukraine, um, my phone number is probably available to whoever you have in your Ukraine intelligence agency. Ukraine didn't know it was good for it. <laughs> so, you know, because, I cost man, a lot of money, but I deliver. If I'm the leader of Ukraine, I, there's no way, like, he he knew he already know he had already known that this um threat was imminent mm. especially after the annexing of crimea so they're well you gotta territory. you they're gotta remember pounding you that you know what i mean so i would have been like man let me get this mug before i get him i can understand if he was unsuccessful but um you you can hire some ops man 
Well, you got to remember, he, they were up into peace talks all the way up until the end. And again, they, he just pulled a Japan. He just pulled a Japan. With Vladimir Putin? Well, I'm just saying, they were up in peace Somebody talks. Somebody should have told him that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. You know, it's crazy. We don't, you know, it's crazy. Don't want, we fighting like this. I know, man. That's yeah, It's all love. We shouldn't have to be killing each other <laughs> while I'm scheming to get his head blown off after that meeting. The hell? <laughs> You know, I'm African. I'm very cynical about stuff like that. I don't trust no fucking body. You got me dying over here, man. I, I had to I turn my camera on. I can only trust your action <laughs> and what you have done in the past. I'm not special. That is my, I've been telling people that since I'm young. If somebody treats me like I'm special, I think something's wrong with them. I'm like, this mug's going to get me peeled off. They treat me like I'm special, Ryan. I'm not special. I'm going to get you before you get me, sucker. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up, I guess. What else do we have to cover? Man, that was really it. That was it. So, All right. You know We're talking Let's about one last thing. Well, I think we kind of covered it. I was going to ask, what is Putin's goal? Because, well, let me ask you, let me re-engage with the audience here a bit. Hi, everyone. Shooting the shit with Trigger Mike and Hoodlum. Uh, damn, I lost my train of thought again. I'm notorious for that. But my overall question is, what is Putin's goal? Because what es- weak. essentially what he's done is create a pariah out of his country. He's going to get hit with so much, so many sanctions from the richest nations. Like um, I think America just sees a trillion dollars in his country's assets. Everyone knows a, a company, I'm sorry, a um, country. It, that's a catastrophic loss, right? That's the, the gross net worth of some countries, right? So not to us. That's a that's a Tuesday morning. Exactly. So, no, that's that's actually a lot of money to us. Mm, but, um, not really. We lose it all the time. Apple here. is worth more than the United States government. <laughs> um, but we lose it all the time here. That's the thing. Well, we print and we borrow against our reserves, so we can't just give that type of money up on a whim, right? So, um, what is his goal? Because. He sank his country. He told his countrymen, I don't care about you. It's going to be hard for them to uh, travel, to take trips, because people are going to close their borders off to Russian citizens because they don't know your intentions. Um, yeah, their, their money is now devalued. They won't have access to the currencies of these G7 countries. They won't be able to do business <laughs> in these countries. So he's done all of that. Basically, devalued his country and made them a pariah so what is his actual goal talk about that for a second what do you think i think his actual goal is to not look weak in front of the world i think putin's goal is to say hey look this is what i'm capable of you've seen it don't fuck with me um at this point i think that he's throwing his cards out on the table if he loses this um it's going to go one of two ways. He's either going to lash out, you know, and, and fuck up some shit even more, or he's going to crawl back in his little hidey hole and come back bigger, stronger, and more insane. Um, I think, I think that's, what's going to happen. I honestly do though. I honestly do though. think that these are some of the first steps into another world war. Um, and I know that I'm not, I'm not trying to say that to be like, um, catalytic or or anything like that. I'm I'm literally saying that because I think 
that it takes moves like these to upset nations. And I think that he's upsetting multiple nations. I mean, the UN's already pissed off at him. So I think this is going to be a world war thing. You know, I think, you know, you got Russia, China, um, they're, they're certainly allying together. Uh, Japan is out there in the middle of the ocean fucking fucked if we don't help them. So at this point, I think, um, he's, he's trying to play his cards in a way that shows him that he's got, he's got a Royal flush when he might only have a full house. So I think that is an excellent, uh, observation. Um, I think that's really what it's all about. And when you look at it, I mean, really be a man about it and think he's just doing exactly what the fuck he said he was going to do. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at it on some, some man type stuff, like, Hey, this dude said, <laughs> he said he was going to do this his entire presidency. He, he understands, he understood rather the prominence of the USSR. He was unhappy about it, you know, it falling apart. And he said he's going to launch a campaign and his interests are aligned with reassuming that prominence in the world, like that particular socialist structure. So um, for that Republic. So damn. He's just doing say, what the hell he said he was going to do. That's crazy. I will say this is honestly one of the coolest things getting to watch a war unfold on social media. Yeah. Um, and I say that in a way of not to sound asshole-ish. Like facetious? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I say that in, in, in a way of it's very interesting yeah, to I'm learn. I'm saying that, fuck you guys nicely, guys. I'm just, yeah. I, I, I'm saying that, though. It's, it's interesting to learn that, you know, that in in my time when i was when i was there doing doing things and now seeing it happen again with other people that it's still the same shit like it's not it hasn't changed like it's still the same shit so it's just it's you know it's pretty interesting um to me anyway i i don't know maybe other people don't find it that way but i think it's pretty interesting so Anyway, we're going to upload this now. We'll get this guys. I will get this out to you guys. I'm hoping by the end of tonight. Um, I mean, latest will be early morning tomorrow. So Friday. Um, so who knows the world, we could have a whole different world tomorrow uh, by the time this gets uploaded to the interwebs. Yeah. Um, and something is telling me and just, this is just pack your mags. You know, one of the things shooters do is that we always have, I've been very lazy with this. I only have, you know, mags really right now to protect my home. That's really bad when you get ammo, especially if it's ammo for, you know, critical defense type situations, buy more mags, pack them shits up um, and store them right now is one of those pack your mag and store type of times. Yeah, I've got I've got eight loaded, loaded, like loaded, loaded. Yeah, I only have like three. And that to me is just irresponsible. No, that's eight for each of my guns. Oh, yeah, you're okay. Never mind. He's ready to go. Like, <laughs> like, he can't even fit all of that in his uh, plate carrier and gun belt. So, mm. yeah, I'm good on gun belt yeah, for, um, yeah, two pistol mags, mag in the sidearm, and rifle mag. But no plate carrier is empty at this point. So, no, well, my get plate, that carrier. plate carrier full. Get that weight, uh, gun belt full. You know, anything can happen. Not to scare anyone. But this is real deal stuff. I wrote today a post that said it's wartime, ladies and gentlemen, be humble. You know what I'm saying? And I said be humble because we talk a lot of shit in America just for no reason. 
you know, women are at war with men. Men are like pussies. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird, but guess what? When it's wartime, you got to learn how to defend yourself. If we got boarded today, if another attack happened today, you're going to get upset. You're going to want to fight. So you better, you, it's best that you learn how. Learn some man shit, man up. That's Trigger Mike for you. There you go. All right. I, I, I agree with you there, man. Uh, let's wrap it up. And uh, yeah, no, uh, we are at war. So prepare yourselves. Uh, the body cannot go where the mind already hasn't gone. So take your mind to that spot where you've just marked a bunch of Russians and you need to chop their heads off and send it back to their wives. So that's where your head needs to be at at this point in time. As I always say, shoot him in the face. What do you always say, Mike? Stay dangerous. There you go. He couldn't even think of it. He was so tired. He's so sleepy. Not today. <laughs> you, know, you know me when I get tired. I've, I'm talking regular, you know. I know you're class. you're regular. Yeah, right be, now you're regular. I so would it's be cool. talking like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one for the one for the blooper reel towards the end of the the end of this year. If we make it there in one piece, uh, will definitely be some excerpts of Mike being super fucking sleepy. So. Absolutely.